Dear friends, my name is Sonny Simak and you're listening to Masihi Jeevan. In the previous podcast, we discussed about the plight of our brothers and sisters in countries like India or Nigeria. And we talked about the poverty of the prosperity gospel. And in part two, we are going to discuss about the things that we read in the Bible and how to tackle the false gospel of prosperity, health and wealth teaching. So with that in mind, we'll discuss a few more things. Again, uh, I have my brother and friend um, Wale joining me for the part two. And we are going to discuss a few things from the Bible and to address the issue of the prosperity gospel of health and wealth so i'll just give it back to brother wale yes sonny thank you so much once again for allowing me to come alongside you to do the part 2 of this podcast and as as you've said um, at the start of this podcast we've we've been able to establish towards the end of part 1 mm. that um corruption is endemic in these countries hence the reason why people who desire who desire good life right. who desire sound health who want good education for their children who want a roof over their head and who want to be able to walk so that they can put food on their table so you take a nigerian family man as an example he looks in the bible and the bible tells him he who cannot provide for his family is worse than an infidel he's right. a graduate but he cannot find work yeah he looks at his children and his wife who are suffering he becomes upset and disillusioned someone mm-hmm. tells him come to my church and i would help you but we also come in the bible suddenly we have established the prosperity gospel of health and wealth is a false gospel let's not mince yes. words about that yeah. it's a false gospel what the people need what you and I need whether we live in the south or in the global south or in the west what you and I need is the balanced diet gospel yes the balanced diet gospel of Jesus Christ and the go to text for me will be the gospel according to John in chapter 6 where Jesus Christ on the beach of the sea of Tiberias fed 5000 men yes and when you look at the narrative very well women and children were not counted right so we are looking at about 20,000 to 30,000 people on this day that Jesus fed the very next day the people wanted more food and they came to Jesus and Jesus told them off and said no guys i am the bread of life yes and we must be very careful here to look at the context in which Jesus Christ is preaching it is not that Jesus Christ cannot feed them mm. Jesus Christ can feed them till the end of the age but Jesus Christ is telling them categorically clear i have the facility and the wherewithal to feed you but i want to preach my gospel to you i am the bread of life people need to understand that first and and we have so many popular preachers who mm-hmm. who are preaching who are preaching the prosperity gospel of health and wealth saying that our best life is here mm-hmm. sonny our best life is not here and that phrase has confused many people saying that when you become 
a believer. Jesus Christ gives you everything that you want. That's a lie. You come to John chapter 6. Jesus Christ didn't give them everything. He fed them once and told them, I am the bread of life. You want to say something, Sonny? Yeah, so Jesus Christ did not come to give us bread, physical bread. You know, that is not his main agenda here. No. Because God has been providing since the day of Adam. Correct. Um, Jesus Christ came to be our bread because he is that heavenly bread who will give us eternal life. And this eternal life will then give us relationship with our Father in heaven. Mm. And he is no longer seen as our enemy or we are no longer seen as his enemies. We become children of God through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Mm. So he is that living bread who gives us eternal life. So we want to be very clear on this topic that if Jesus Christ is not a bread to you, the bread of life, the source of eternal life, then you are lost. If you don't see Jesus Christ as the source of eternal life, he is that bread. Come to Jesus Christ because he is worthy of our adoration and praise and come to Jesus Christ because he is the only way to God. Yes, and when you come to 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 3 to 4, the apostle Paul writes to younger Timothy, telling him, for the time is coming mm. when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions yes. and will turn away from listening to the truth right. and wander off into myths. Even before the Apostle Paul warned Timothy regarding this, it has already been happening. And it didn't stop as we still have millions of churchgoers in Thousands of churches worldwide, churches inverted commas, Sonny, where the gospel of Jesus Christ is not preached. Yeah. So the meal, the gospel meal is not balanced. Mm. Churches inverted commas, where the church goers want is prosperity, gospel of five loaves, two fishes, and 12 baskets. Yeah. Churches inverted commas, where all that the people want is the gift of physical health rather than the gift of eternal life. Yes. Churches, son, inverted commas, where all that the people want is signs and miracles instead of salvation unto eternal life. Right. And we see the straight and convincing evidence right at the beginning of chapter 6 of John. People want food. People want sound health. Yes. People want good houses. I'm not saying that these things are wrong, mm -hmm. but what we need as regenerate men is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And once Jesus Christ has saved us, we then begin to go in that light, preaching the gospel, evangelizing, so that many may come to the saving grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So th th there are some Christians who are very rich. Correct. But there are many sound Christians who are very poor. Correct. So to those Christians, whether they are poor or rich, they know that Jesus Christ is everything to them. And even if Christ removes riches from these people's lives, they will continue to walk with Jesus Christ. Even if Christ gives them the riches to these poor Christians, they will still continue to walk with Jesus Christ because they have that saving faith. And it's down to contentment, isn't it? You are very correct, Sonny. Um, the, the, the next place to go would be Acts chapter 2, mm. where we have 3,000 people 
become Christian when the apostle Peter preached on the day of Pentecost. Sure. And this is my go-to text all the time, Sonny, because when you come to verse 42 of Acts chapter 2, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. The very first thing that we must be devoted to is to know who Jesus Christ is and all that he has done. Hence the reason why you and I, we have quoted John chapter 6. Mm. I am the bread of life. The very first thing that Sonny needs to know once he comes into faith is Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior. I'm not saying that Jesus Christ cannot provide for you. Yeah. Sonny, you have a master's degree in chemistry. Jesus Christ has done that for you. I am mm -hmm. not saying that Jesus Christ can make you wealthy. Jesus Christ can give you that which you desire in life. Jesus Christ can give you a good marriage. He can give you he can give you children. But there are believers, there are women that we know in our churches yeah. who can't have children. Right. Does that mean that they've done something wrong to God? Hence the reason why the prosperity gospel of health and wealth is not balanced. It is a false gospel. Right. Because they will tell you once you come to Jesus Christ, your womb will become open. Says who? And this is the reason why we must be able to address it. As we've said, brother, contentment is a big issue. When you are contented in Christ, whether you have children, mm -hmm. whether you have a roof over your head, whether you have a good job, doesn't matter to you. All that you want to do is to serve Jesus Christ. But these guys who are preaching this false gospel tell you that once you become saved, everything falls into place. And that's the reason why when things don't fall into place, you become disillusioned and then you begin to distrust God and then you begin to abuse him. Yes, because we are not viewing God as who he is. Correct. Many people use God as means, as a mean to get to uh, where they want to be basically in life. Mm. So if I come to God, so our relationship with God becomes conditional. God, I will come to you if you grant me X, Y, and Z. Mm. Does that make sense? It does so, make sense. So how do you tackle this? How do you tackle this kind of teaching? Because you know people are putting conditions on God. And even these preachers are putting conditions on these listeners. For example, if you go to their churches, these false teachers who are preaching the false gospel, they are telling believers to believe such and such so that they may be blessed as you mentioned the the issue of infertility for example if you are not able to conceive after mm. i have prayed for you then the issue is not with me the issue is with you because you have lack of faith so there are many issues like that you know that we see in the life of these these so-called preachers who are preaching the false gospel they are putting these great conditions on People, if you don't give money, you won't be blessed. If you don't have enough faith, you won't be healed. We discussed in part one, the plight is real. Oh. Yes, we do want to address these issues, but at the same time, we need to tell people, you need to be content in Christ. Correct. What if you don't get these things? Correct. Would you be angry with God? Mm -hmm. So so how, how, how do we address this issue? You see, Sonny, um, thank you for bringing this up again. I have... I have deliberately used the issue of infertility yeah. because I know so many Nigerians and know so many Africans who can't have children. Yeah. And they are my very good friend. Yes. And they do speak with me 
And I have to be extremely sensitive because I have children. But I also need to to make sure that the gospel of Jesus Christ is never toned down. Yes. So I would pray, I would I would admonish them, I would encourage them, but I would then tell them you may never have children. Yes. So if you do not have children, are you going to blame Jesus Christ? When the gospel of Jesus Christ is very well known to you, when you know his incarnation, his ministry, his suffering, his death, his resurrection, his ascension, his exhortation as priest and prophet and king, when you know that Jesus Christ is the God-man, man of sorrows, who, who knew who knew what sorrow is? Who is sympathetic? We sing the son, the great physician, now is here, the sympathizing Jesus. Jesus knows all about our struggle. He would guide till the day is done. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, mm. not one. No, not one. Sonny, when we come to the clearer understanding of who Jesus Christ is, prosperity gospel will be smelling to you. Mm. Because we know that prosperity gospel is false. Jesus Christ wants us to be saved. It's not that he cannot bless us. He can bless. If and when he, he does bless, that blessing does not belong to you. Hence the reason why when you come to, to chapter 2 of the Acts of the Apostle, and then you come to verse 45, and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all, as any had need. Brothers and sisters in this New Testament church were selling their possessions, whatever they had, to make sure that no one in the church had any need. The very first thing, Brother Sonny, that we must understand as professing believers is that we must know who Jesus Christ is and all that he has done. And that helps me when I am struggling with my finances, when I am struggling with joblessness, when I am struggling with mental health, when my wife cannot conceive. Ah, Wife, our best life is not here. Even if we don't have children, we have Jesus Christ. Even there is no roof over our head. We must also be able to understand that the corruption that we have in a country like Nigeria is because of the Adamic fall. When right. Adam fell, we fell with him and everything fell. World economies fell. People people began to rebel um, against God. And then because of that, countries became corrupt. So if Nigeria does not do well economically, are you going to tell God that that because my country is corrupt and the reason why I was looking for prosperity? You must be able yeah. to go back to God and seek him and ask him to help. If and when we do die in poverty, we would go to heaven. And perhaps on the day of resurrection, we would sing, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and praise. For you have created all things and for your pleasure. Sonny, I want to beg people, especially in the global south, to read their Bible very well mm. and to understand the prosperity gospel of health and wealth is false. Jesus Christ has not promised us a life of good health and better money in our bank account. What he has promised us is eternal life. If and when we do become wealthy, that money does not belong to us. We must, we must truly come to that place of 
of clearer understanding, or you would misrepresent Jesus. Hence the reason why the apostles taught those 3,000 people apostles' doctrine. They were teaching them who Jesus Christ is, his person and work. Because if you don't understand who Jesus Christ is, you would abuse him when things go tough in your life. So when you come to James chapter 1, James admonishes the people in the diaspora who have been persecuted. Count it all joy when you meet trials of various yeah. kind. Sonny, my best life is not here. My best life is in heaven. And I think for us uh, living in the West as well, I think when we tr- when we discuss about these issues and especially talk about this issue of prosperity, health and wealth, gospel, uh, that is uh, on the rise in 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 continents such as Asia and Africa. Mm. Uh, although we need to tackle that, and we do need to address the false teaching, but at the same time, you know, we do need to encourage people who are given into uh, listening to such messages. We need to encourage them with this message of hope that look, you know, your best life is not here. Your best life is yet to come. And it is in Christ that you find your fulfillment. Mm. The very first thing the brother Sonny needs is the gospel. Yes. Health and wealth are secondary. Yes. The primary, the primary objective of Jesus Christ's incarnation is to save us from sin mm. and eternal damnation. Jesus Christ is also able to provide health and wealth. Yes. But that is secondary. Yes. Once we do become saved, once we do become saved, the prerogative of health and wealth belongs to Jesus. And that is why when we pray, we would say, let your will be done. Mm-hmm. Many people find it very hard to say, let your will be done. Yes. Because once you say, let your will be done, you're putting yourself in trouble. Yes. It may never happen yes. because God's will is God's will. But when, 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 when we have preached the gospel of Jesus Christ to people, and that is why my go-to text, Brother Son, is always Acts chapter 2. Yes. It is the Christ-centered church principle. Once we have preached the gospel to, 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 to people and they have become members of our church, as a member of a local church, you must put your eyes and ears to the ground mm. and see people who are genuinely struggling and offer help. Yes. Yeah. So you come to that same text and they and they were selling their their possessions and giving it out to people. We discussed in the first part where the Gentile churches contributed and mm. gave to the church in Jerusalem. We have the apostle Paul giving instruction to younger Timothy on how to run a church. Do not allow widows in your church to suffer. Do not allow children whose fathers have died in your church to suffer. If you have the facility and you are able to pay school fees of children who don't have parents who have money, right. do. And that is helpful. It is also helpful to, to make sure that no one in our churches goes to bed hungry. How do we do that? We can help by giving them something. And, and that also goes back to Africa. Yes, we send lots of books to Africans. We send lots of materials to them. But they also need food. Right. What we need to do is to, is to put our hairs and eyes to the ground and find genuine churches. And churches in London, churches in America can then partner with churches in India and in Africa, and then send them stuff, maybe quarterly, maybe twice a year, maybe 
maybe maybe maybe every Christmas, 20 bags of rice, 15 bags of rice, one one bag of beans, so that people may have food. People are genuinely struggling. We must preach the gospel. We must also give practical help. People do need help. Um, yes, we need to preach the gospel, but we also need to know and uh, we need to be sensitive to the plight they face. Um, people need to know the sound gospel. Mm, mm. And uh, we can, they can only know the sound gospel when some of us make that sacrifice and make that journey over to the other side of the world. And I know there are many missionaries in the field and I know that there are many good brothers and sisters who are serving the Lord. Few, uh, there are a few ways we can help. You know, We can pray for them. And we can definitely send send support, mm, mm. and uh, through them maybe we can help families um, in those countries, who can then focus on uh, their walk with Jesus Christ. Correct. So if you receive an email from a pastor in Ghana, all you need to do is to walk through the email with a Ghanaian brother that you trust. So about 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 a year ago, I received an email from a brother from 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 Malawi. And I needed to verify that email. I spoke to a brother from Burundi who told me, mm, be very careful, yeah. that email may be <laughs> false. And yes. that helped me. Yeah. Don't just throw emails away of people wanting help. Verify it. And if you're led by God, offer help. But let's balance it so that you yeah. don't go out from this podcast saying that these brothers are saying help people. Yeah. The very first help we must offer is the gospel. Yes, Preach to people. Christ crucified and resurrected. Tell them to their face whether they would block you on their emails that the gospel of Jesus Christ is to save you from condemnation of hell. And when you are being saved from hell, it is God's prerogative to bless you or not to bless you. Do not live on that blessing. Live on the hope of eternal life. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening, friends. I pray and hope that this episode has been a great encouragement to you and see you in the next episode. God bless you.